1: A side note before we start the show today, as you know, I'm running for the Cary Town Council Southeast District C seat, and I hope to be the change you want to see. But speaking of changes, there sure have been a lot in this year's election arena due to the redistricting maps and lawsuits. So, to keep you informed, I have put a link on my website with election information. It's all been pretty confusing, so if you need help digesting it all, you can get info at Maryforcarry.com. And again, changes. Oh my goodness, changes! They're all around us. But one thing that has been a constant is the Carry Women's Giving Network, of which I am happy to say I am a member. As you know, Triangle 411 features a nonprofit spotlight at the end of every show, but today we are dedicating an entire broadcast to this amazing organization. Just wait until you hear the impact this group is making, and here to tell us all about it is the Cary Women's Giving Network co-founder, Sheila Ogle. Welcome, Sheila.
0: Oh, thank you, Mary, and thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to tell your vast and varied audience a little bit about our Carry Women's Giving Network.
1: Well, we're so excited to have you here, and I want to go over the history. But first, I just want to start out the gate with the impact that you've made. Can you give us a glimpse of some of the amazing stats that go with this organization?
0: I think the most impressive thing is when we started this organization back in 2013 with, um, oh, probably about 15 women. We grew the organization to over 30 women before BC, before COVID.
1: <laughs> oh. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm going to steal finally- that from you. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> BC, <a> one. <laughs> COVID BC, right?
0: <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, as happens, because a lot of our girls, um, you know, were not no longer employed, or they just didn't, were not able to re up when twenty twenty came along, and so we lost um, a lot of members, and we are down to about twenty members now. And um, I, when it's appropriate, I would like to tell. Um, everyone about, you know, how we get our money and that sort of thing. But for now, I would like to say that since 2013, we've given over around $130,000 out to nonprofit organizations in Cary. And so I think that that's important to remember when we are soliciting members, whether they live in Cary or not, they they need to realize that our money is solely devoted to carry nonprofits and their residents
1: Wow. $130,000. That is just amazing. Fantastic. Right. So I wanted, I was really impressed to hear that. And we're going to talk a little bit about how those monies are created and where they've actually gone, some of the organizations. Um, but this is great. This is a community of women helping their community and it saves a lot all the way around, it actually saves the state a lot of money when we support nonprofits. So oh, let's absolutely. Let's get in a little bit about, first, let's just start with the history. Start at the beginning. So how did this all come to be, Sheila?
0: Well, there's an organization in Wake County or in North Carolina called the North Carolina Community Plant Foundation. And they have a wonderful initiative called the Wake Women's Giving Network, which um, targets, um, you know, philanthropic women. And they um, each give, I think they give $2,000 a year. And their model is the very same as ours. But um, anyway, Jennifer Robinson, who um, is on our Cary Town Council and is a good friend of mine, came to me one day because we had helped start the Cary Community Foundation. And she said, you know, I think we need an organization in Cary, like the Wake County Women's Giving Network, but just to focus on Cary, nonprofits and would you be willing to help me and I said oh sure that sounds wonderful and so we put our heads together and um decided that our mission would be to target um young women um mothers um professional women whatever but that were young women not in our normal network of business women we wanted them to but our mission was to be able to, t- to teach younger women as they were beginning their careers and so forth that you can be philanthropic without having to be rich. And so we thought, all right, how are we going to do that? And we decided that we would lower our um, annual giving budget to $600 per family. So Jennifer was making the plea and I'll never forget this at our first meeting and she said think about $600 a year. So if you give $50 a month that is like and this remember was in 2013 she said but that is like one trip through McDonald's for my family mm-hmm. or you know, a few cups of coffee at Starbucks. And so if you look at it on a monthly basis, $600 is really not that much. And so the the way that we talk to these women about joining our network is that so many times during the year, we are approached by other nonprofits in the community, and they want us to give $25 here and, $50 there for a one-time initiative. And so this allows us to say to those nonprofits that I am a member of the Kerry Women's Giving Network, and if you will apply for a grant during our grant cycle, you have the opportunity to get as much as 3000 or 5000 or $7,000, uh, you know, in, into your treasury. And so that ha- is another thing that has helped all of us, I think, plus the fact that $600 is really not that much when you think about that collectively our dollars can do the good in the community that we have. And so we kicked off in 2013, and we began to get more members, and... Our model was such that we um, we have no officers. We have no. Um, we only have one committee, which is our grants committee. And um, Elisa Colopy, um volunteers to do our communications, and the North Carolina Community Foundation takes care of all of our back end work. They send out the call for grants during our grant grant cycle. And they vet all of the grants that come in to us and pair them down to probably 10 to 15 um, grant applications. And from those applications, they go to our grants committee. And the grants committee vets those applications down to maybe five to seven. And then the applications go out to our members online, and our members – vote for who they want to be the grantees for the coming year. So it's such an easy thing to do because all you have to do is give $600 a year and come to a wonderful lunch once a month where we invite nonprofits to come and present to us so that if they apply for a grant, we know a little bit more about their organization and it gives us you know, a really good view of what their organization is trying to do,
1: and I think that's a great model because um, you know, like you're saying, if you give twenty five here, fifty dollars there, you're not really sure where that's going. But when you have these different nonprofits come in to the luncheons and explain folks their mission, and then the group votes on who gets that grant. It's, it's a well put together puzzle. So you know where your money's going, why it's going there. And not only that, but in listening to these nonprofits, it gives you an opportunity to, uh, let others know about their, their mission and their service and so forth. So I love that model. It's not just a, it's not just a miscellaneous vote that people are making. They're really, it's a unique concept. And, and I like that. That's the way the grants committee approaches that. And just while we're on that, just in brief, so if someone was interested in a grant, how would they go about doing that?
0: Well, we've just opened up our grant cycle, and um, the North Carolina Community Foundation together with us is publicizing that and you know on social media and in lots of places and it the the call for grants also is sent to every nonprofit in the Kerry community. So, you know, it's something for nonprofits to be on the lookout for if they are interested in applying. I will say that um, the nonprofit does need to be a 501c3 in order for us to consider their application, which is, is really important because so many people, you know, use their donation as a tax write-off. Which is another important thing, but um, you know, but it does have to be a five hundred one c three.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Now let's go back to those monies a little bit and talk about uh, some of the people who have benefited from the grant. Uh, the grant committee's approval. What are some of the benefactors who have received grants from the Kerry Women's Giving Network?
0: Uh, oh my gosh! Well first i will go back to um to 2013 but i will say this if if we think about if we have 30 members and each member gives $600 a year that gives us $18,000 that we can put back into the carry community we give the north carolina community foundation a small small percentage for um managing our money and then another like 1% goes to a statewide effort that all of the giving circles in North Carolina give to to give to a nonprofit so that's another statewide committee but aside from that um when you think about um we we try to to give a grant that's meaningful so we don't like most of the time to give less than $3,000, but just take, for instance, in 2013, our first year, we gave, um, we gave out $15,000 that year. We gave $5,000 to the Caring Place. We gave $6,000 to Corral Writing Academy, and we gave $4,000 to Dorcas Ministries. So I'll tell you a success story about Corral Riding Academy. Great, they applied. They are um, an organization that targets young, underprivileged young, uh, young women mostly. That they had a riding academy out on the outskirts of Cary, close to 1010 Road, and they needed lighting for their um, riding ring so that their people could come and not only ride during the day, but could ride at night. And so they took that $6,000 and um, put in outside lighting for the academy. About three years ago, that academy was able to buy that property through a very generous donation. Um, And they have just gone, you know, just exponentially big in order to help these young women. So we felt like that our $6,000 really gave them, for lack of a better word, a kickstart to really start growing that nonprofit organization.
1: That's just wonderful.
0: Yeah, so it just, you know, those kinds of things. Um, in 2014, we gave um, $18,000, again, to the Interfaith Food Shuttle and um, to CASA, the Community Alternatives for Support abodes. And like with Kesa, they took their $10,000 for plumbing and HVAC cost for their property and carry that they did not have the money to upgrade that. So, you know, we don't give um, so many nonprofits get big grants from large corporations, but they're restricted to a certain thing. But we try not to restrict our nonprofits as long as they, you know, when they write their grant application to tell us what they are gonna do with the money. So for instance, in 2015, we gave the Carey Family YMCA $5,000 to support their Y learning program for Kingswood Elementary School right here in Carey. And, um, And I remember the conversation um with the um with the grants committee or the board at that time thinking looking at the grant applications and i remember saying very vocally well i don't think we should give money to the ymca they have a huge budget and there are so many other non in Kerry that have small budgets and really need that five thousand dollars and the comment from Our um, liaison from the North Carolina Community Foundation at that time said, we know that. But think about this. On the Cary YMCA board, there are many, many high-profile business leaders in the community. And it looks really good for your small organization to be able to give the Y Learning Program at Kingswood $5,000. And they will remember the Carey Community Foundation and hopefully help you all get some members to go into that. So I thought that was just a really good lesson to teach me and other people not to jump to conclusions when we are vetting these applications. Mm -hmm. So um, I can go on a little bit. In 2017, we gave out $14,000 to the Center for Volunteer Caregiving to help them build capacity through staff development. So, so many times in these struggling nonprofits, the staff is working so hard and doing so many jobs that they don't have the time or the bandwidth to develop their own personal skills. And so um, that that $5,000 went to... Their staff development, which I thought was, you know, really, really good. We also, um, in 2018, got a grant application from the Green Chair Project. And um, again, you know, our thoughts were, well, the Green Chair Project—that's a big initiative in Raleigh, and so why should we be giving our dollars to a Raleigh nonprofit? So we had them come and present to us so that um, so that we knew a little bit more about them. And they enlightened us by telling us how many beds that they gave to carry families for kids in Cary that did not have a bed to sleep on. And we were just totally amazed to think, that right in our back door that there were kids sleeping on the floor or on a mattress on a floor. Oh, yeah. And so um, their $5,000 grant application said that it was for providing sweeter dreams beds for kids in Carry Oh,
1: that's so great. <laughs> oh, wow, that moves me. That moves me. <laughs>
0: I know. It, it really does. You know, we we in Carry sometimes think that we are pretty affluent, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, when we realize that there are people like that around the corner from us that have kids sleeping on the floor, it really pulls at your heartstrings. So um, again, um, we gave $5,000 in 2019 to Step Up Ministries who, you know, they do um, employment and life skills training for carry women, and children. So they have a huge um, roster of people that they help, but they were able to show us how that $5,000 would go in to benefit carry women, and children only. So there again, you know, it was sort of um, an eye-opening thing when we delved a little bit further into what these nonprofits do. So I think that kind of gives you a a bird's eye view of, um, you know, how our money is spent and and the good that it's doing in our very own community.
1: I I mean, it's just, if I wasn't a member, I would become one now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and let me say, Mary, I know you've been a member for a few years. I can't remember when you joined, but... um, I remember you coming in and and getting um you know active and coming to our meetings right away and that year I think maybe it might have been the year after that um your husband was it works for Gartner and um you reached out to us and you said hey my husband has a matching grant a matching dollar initiative in his company so he will take my $600 to his company and match that money and so that was like a gift a manna from heaven Mm -hmm. so they speak (laughs) and I think because we publicized that to our membership um another one of our members Ann Wilkins daughter worked for Cisco and um so Ann contacted her daughter and she said don't you all have a matching dollar program for nonprofits?" and Melanie said yes we do so there again um Glaxo matched Anne's $600 giving because she was an immediate family member of a Glaxo employee. So I think that that's important to remember that there's so many companies out there that do have matching um, initiatives for um, really good causes in our community.
1: Yes, that's always important to remember and point out. So, it, you know, people out there that might be thinking about joining and have something like that. I mean, look at the impact you can make. Look at the impact: a hundred and thirty thousand dollars, and and we're talking everything from from you know helping people with staff development to lighting to beds for children. This is another great thing about the organization: is it spans. All different types of nonprofits. And so long as you're a 501c3 and you're uh, active in carry, you stand a chance of getting some of these um, helpful monies. And the, the other thing that I like about the organization, too, is you know, you as a member can bring ideas of nonprofits to the group, again, if they meet the requirements. So if there's a nonprofit near and dear to your heart, they might be able to get into the grant application process. And as a member, you're welcome to suggest that. And just a side note, and this is often the times with any kind of volunteering. You always hear volunteers say, I get more than I give. Mm. And, you know, this is very true because besides all this rewarding, uh, you know, efforts to make a difference in in people's lives, you know, there's camaraderie at the meetings. There's a chance to, (laughs) you know, have fun and network. And, you know, there's no real heavy lifting to this one, folks. No, that really
0: did not And I might add that for our upcoming meeting in March, we have been very fortunate to um secure beth wood to speak to us who is our north carolina state auditor well you might think well why would she be speaking to this kind of group but what we are asking Beth to do because she has an overview of all of the nonprofits, you know in the state because she does audits and she can she is going to be able to give us A bird's eye view of how nonprofit giving in the state of North Carolina impacts the the state's physical health as well as how it helps the nonprofit. So I think that is going to be a fabulous program for us as well and a little bit different from something that we're normally used to hearing.
1: Yes. And there again, great speakers coming in. It's just, you know, it's just a win-win. So, Sheila, how can folks, if 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 they're so moved now, and I hope they are, to join, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, where should they go? What should they do? Is there a site or what kind of information can you give them?
0: Well, yeah, you can go to the website for the North Carolina Community Foundation, which you just need to Google that. And the website comes up and then search for Cary Women's Giving Network. And um, and our page comes up and it will give all the information of how to get in touch with or how to, you know, get in touch with the community foundation or with us.
1: Fabulous. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for getting this group up and running and all all you do and all the hard work of the Kerry Women's Giving Network.
0: Thank you, Mary, so much for this opportunity.
1: I do sincerely hope that some of you will consider joining the Carry Women's Giving Network. But if not them, find something that's a good match for you and help your community in any way you can. And so for now, I'm going to have to close up because it is time to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, dot, dot. Make a difference.